Oh, yeah. oh my god, you guys. Like, what the fuck? Can, can, can you hear us now? Yeah. Okay. My computer is, like, dying, and I don't know what's happening. Would it help if I gave it a hug? Hello and welcome to No Refunds. My name is Dwight and joining me this week is... Tiffany! And... Alex! I got Alex good with the countdown. That one made me very happy. It's why, always, was, it's, why was it so fast? I don't know. It's my that goal. Weird. It's my goal every week to, to make you chuckle when I do the, the countdown because I want you to have to mute yourself while I'm doing the intro. And I can tell yep. it's what you do every week. I don't mute myself. Oh. I just I just move away from my microphone. Fair and enough. Giggle profusely. I I prefer giggling. Thank you. That that makes me happy. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself for this entire episode. Well, that's fine because we have a guest who can take your place, and we don't even need you. Snap, snap, snap. Uh, <laughs> coming all the way from uh, the deep bench of Alex, we have a uh, another excellent special guest this week. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Maddie. Um, I'm known as Art of Maddie on social media, and uh, I'm a full-time graphic designer, and you guessed it, I'm, uh, I do art. That's fantastic. I, I think we, what? I think we're legally required to refer to you as Maddie from Art of Maddie, because that is, I think, the only way you have ever been referenced on the show. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's how it's going to be going forward. That's I, I, I usually refer to her as Maddie of Art of Maddie fame. Oh, okay, that, that works. That's my that's my go-to. Um, is there a particular reason why it's of Art of Maddie? Um, not really. I mean, I saw other like artists having like art of and then their name, so I thought it was just like it wasn't taken, and I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> that, that that works perfectly. What I was trying to get at, and I was not clear enough. Uh, do you have a place where people can go see said art of you? Oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. said social media. Oh, yeah, well, so I'm that. on Instagram, uh, Twitch, um, Tumblr. I don't really use Tumblr as much anymore, but uh, yeah, mostly Instagram and Twitch. Does Tumblr still exist? I thought they got rid of that, or like it, people just left it, right? So the yeah. thing that happened with Tumblr was Tumblr used to be like. Uh, a place that people could go to meme hard and also a, a big it, the two biggest sects of it were memes and porn and then tumblr got acquired by facebook twitter i can't remember who acquired them but they went no more porn and everyone went well fuck tumblr so people really stopped using tumblr after that Wow. Okay. I, 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 I knew there was something like that, but I wasn't 100%. But anyway. Yeah, the, the TOS changed real, really for the worse. So even a lot of like art, like porn, but not really porn, but like just, you know, drawings that were sexually suggestive all got removed. So people really turned on it. Wasn't it something like crazy too? I feel like I didn't really do Tumblr, but I feel like I remember that 
Like they were pulling stuff that even wasn't sexually sexually suggestive. It was just like it felt like an arbitrary like pulling things down just because for the hell of it. And people were kind of pissed because like they're. I, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but I feel like it was a thing where like a lot of stuff got pulled that like shouldn't have been pulled at all. Yeah. We we don't have fact checkers here, so let's just say that that's true and hope that it is. I'll and look it up. If it's not, somebody will write us an email and be angry about it. And even if it's not true, somebody probably won't write us an email. So Well, we have no emails this week, speaking of emails, which is totally fine. Um, but uh, one of the things that we do like to do with our guests is... Um, I still don't have an elegant way of saying this. So the the most recent top five list that we all have done has been top five TV shows. So we are asking our guests what their top five TV shows are. So Maddie, uh, I I believe you prepared a list for us. Yeah. So um, geez, it's it's hard to really narrow it down to just five for me. Um, I've been watching a lot of like Netflix shows recently, so I think a lot of that has influenced my my choices um uh i've been watching uh disenchantment which uh, i know you guys have talked about futurama and the simpsons recently on one of your podcasts so um i you know there's not a lot to go off of since it's only been one season so far um but yeah it's it's an animated uh film about a character named bean and she is a medieval princess, rebellious, um, and she has this cat named Lucifer. And uh, well, it's it's actually Lucifer, uh, the devil, but they they reference him as a cat and uh, an elfo, and they go on these crazy adventures together. And yeah, I really like it so far. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see where the next season goes. It looks super similar to Futurama. And so I've only watched, I think, the first one or two episodes. but And I haven't just continued with it just because there's been so many other things. But, like, with it looking so similar and being from, like, the same creators, I can only imagine that it's actually phenomenal. Like, that would be my mm -hmm. assumption on it. So that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. very comedic. It has, like, the same comedy and all that. So, Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see where that show goes because it definitely had first season jitters that like every season tends to have in the first season, uh, especially macro Mac raining shows like mm. Simpsons and Futurama were not perfect in season one, and I see a lot of potential in Disenchantment, so I'm excited to see. I don't even know. I assume it got renewed for more seasons? Question mark. I don't I know. Think so yeah. I thought season two was coming out soon, if I'm not mistaken. I hope so. Yeah, I think this fall, maybe. That's right around the corner. That's so crazy. There's so much good stuff coming out this fall. That's like tomorrow. <laughs> so excellent, excellent first choice. Uh, that's one. I gotta... Yeah. So, <laughs> so going off of um, like, uh, like animated shows, um, I really liked the Finnish series. Um, it's Voltron, Legendary Defender. Um, I just really love the animation style. It's by DreamWorks, I believe. And um, they also worked on, I think like it's the same artist that did Avatar The Last Airbender, if I'm not mistaken. So I really, I know Alex hates it, <laughs> but I love Avatar The Last Airbender. And uh, it's, it's a really good, uh, I think it's a really good show. <laughs> Listen, but, Alex has no soul. Hate 
I don't hate Avatar. I just <laughs> I just don't like it that much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I, I, it I, has like that same feeling, uh, like same artistic style, and uh, yeah. I have heard nothing but amazing things about Voltron. Uh, one of our frequent listeners, I know, uh, Judd, loves that show. And he loves because he also liked it from back in. I don't know if you ever watched the original version of it. But like that was just really like standard people going to punch a bad guy. But this one apparently has like really nuanced Tiffany characters and like a really, really like elevated conflict and a lot of like surprises and twists and turns. So I've heard amazing things about Voltron. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so I tend to lean towards more comedy and adventure, as you can tell. Um, so my next one on the list, comedic-wise, would be uh, The Good Place. And that is the same producer, I think, believe, as, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Office. Um, what else did they do? trying to think of uh, uh parks and yeah, rack, so parks and rack. It, it, is, parks it, and is it rack. greg daniels brooklyn 99 nine. yeah, yeah. Uh, right yeah michael sure that's is, it michael did, did uh the good place greg daniels also did the parks and rec and, parks and rec. the office but sure is what connects all that michael sure so that's the office parks and rec brooklyn 99 and the good place we call him moe's yeah. so so yeah i really like this one because it's funny it has that little bit of like fantasy to it and uh the characters are really like interesting and you can really connect with them and uh yes characters we like things <laughs> with characters yeah <laughs> cheaty cheaty's the best yes he's my favorite <laughs> agreed i didn't i never finished the good place because i Same. i yeah i could i just Everyone talks about how amazing it is, and I've watched it, and every time I watch an episode, I'm just like, meh. But then I got to a point where I was so invested in the story, I wanted to, like, figure out what happened, and then I watched a bunch, and I was like, this is still meh. And I never finished it, and I don't know if I ever will, and that, I don't know what it is about it. <laughs> I... I loved the last two seasons, mm -hmm. but I still, I didn't finish the last two episodes. <laughs> I yeah. got so close to the series finale, uh, and then I just went, man, nah. I wanted to like it so much, and I just kept giving it shot after shot after shot because I love Cheaty. I forget the, the actor that plays him, and I love Kristen Bell, and I just it didn't do it for me. So maybe I'll have to give it another chance, like now that it's all out and watch I, it all. That might be one of those ones, Tiffany. I know that you've had problems watching mm -hmm. certain shows week to week so that might week be a week. if you watch it in yeah. a binge setting it might mm -hmm. be a lot more like it's easier to follow the storylines and stuff like that i can yeah. i would imagine i i have not seen a, an episode of it but i know people adore yeah. it it's quirky it's and it, it is like it that the fantasy elements are really really fun and i like the the setting of it it just felt like they they had a, a decent first season and and then like everything gets reset and i'm like okay it just didn't feel like it was evolving and progressing fast enough. It felt like a lot of wheel spinning. Right. But like visually, I like it. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just want to poop all over it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing your list. <laughs> Tiffany's just going to crap all over it. No. Well, welcome to okay. Everybody Shits oh. on Maddie. No. Hey, it's an opinion. Everything is everyone's yeah. opinion. And Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Except, except Dwight. It's just one big round. <laughs> 
it's where all my poop is kept. I don't know. Well, that's a well, weird. That's a weird thing to say. How am I supposed to tag on that? <laughs> that you're not. That was, that was weird. Uh, what's your fourth <laughs> show? Number four. Uh, oh yeah, four. fourth show. Um, Stranger Things. The end. Solid. <laughs> that's that's solid. Yeah. I'm I'm so and, I'm so excited for season four. I I cannot wait. And I believe they announced that it's going through five, and they know the ending. So I am so excited. One of my favorite things about TV shows in general are um this that type of of show is when the creators have a clear vision that they are reaching toward, like they are working towards. Breaking Bad. Um, that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, things like that. Uh, is it's so satisfying when you know. That the show runners have a clear and um, goal that they're working towards, and they are given the resources that they need to achieve it. I am so excited for where this ends up. So visually, I really like that one, and um, yeah, nothing more to say about that. Okay. <laughs> um, I I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over your shows. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let me talk. I like it when other other ladies are on because I feel like I get to talk more. But Stranger Things. Like, uh, I just say this because a post came up on my time hop like a few days ago that said, oh, thanks, Stranger Things. Didn't want to sleep tonight. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think it must have been first season. First season mm-hmm. is awesome. Second season was meh. Third yeah. season won me back over. Yeah, for sure. I feel the same way. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then my last one, it's kind of a little bit out of the realm of adventure. Um, it's Shit's Creek. It's still comedy. Um <laughs> It's really funny. Uh, yeah, as you can tell, I just love comedy. Most of my shows are comedy. <laughs> uh, Everybody is talking about Schitt's Creek, and I've never seen it. Bonnie was just talking about, I think, bon- yeah, I think it was Bonnie talking about Schitt's Creek, and it's, like, everywhere, and I am intrigued by it, and it's just, I keep hearing such great things about it. Yeah. So, so weird follow-up question. Uh, so, all of your favorite shows are comedies, why do you think you're engaged to somebody that's so incredibly unfunny? <laughs> mm. That sounded planned. Mm. Like, did you have that like in your arsenal ready to like whip out and, and no, precision no. strike? Or is that just an everyday occurrence for you? That, ju- that just uh, came to into my head. I was just like, man, this is a great time to just shit on Kyle. So shots fired. Bwah, 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 bwah. Do you like any of your friends? What do you say about me and Dwight when no, we're not in no. the room? The thing is, I love all of my friends. I'm just the I'm the bad guy in all of their stories, so I That's have to right. play my I have to play my role. I like that Alex also always like couches it by like these people are monsters and like they're they're monsters for X reason. But I think right. that you're a monster for just everything. For yeah, being I, a monster, I'm, I'm, I'm just a monster. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have end nothing of, to say to that. Yeah. End of podcast that was a good episode. Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah. Maddie, for coming on. It was it was yeah, wonderful. Alex, uh, no problems. Um, Alex is a monster. <laughs> Shit's Creek has uh is it Catherine O'Hara in it? Is that is that correct? The the mom I'm the, so bad with actors and the, actors. the mom from Home Alone. Same. The mom from uh, Home Alone. Uh, mm. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Yes. It, it's mm-hmm. got Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, and other people? Question mark. Those are the uh, only two that I really associate with it. I know the main characters, the father and son. They 
co-wrote the show. Oh, cool. Eugene Levy and Dan Levy. Yeah. I oh, thought that was pretty ah. cool. Their father and son in real life? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I had no and idea. And then the waitress, I believe, is their his daughter. Oh, that's the waitress. <laughs> that's so cool. Like what a fun, like what a fun thing. Like, hey, let's have my family on the show. Like that works. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, it's really neat. Huh. Oh, Chris Elliott plays the mayor. I love Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott is interesting because I always feel like he shows up as like a guest. He's always in like these bit roles. I've, I don't think I've ever seen him like have a starring role in anything besides like Snow Day. Do you remember Cabin Boy, the movie from the 90s? Is that an Adam Sandler movie? No, it's a Chris Elliott movie. Oh, then no. This is the first time I've thought of it in, I don't know, like 15 years? Days. <laughs> It's in your regular rotation. Okay. Well, wonderful. Thank you very much for your top five. I know it's always a little bit uh, hard to Sorry. rank to, to rank these type of things, especially when we talked about this on the actual episode 50, but like with a TV show, it's so large and broad in general that like picking just five is so hard because you're like, well, I like this show for this specific reason, or like you could like a, like a specific season in one show and hey, yeah, we've been over this. It's difficult. So thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> ah, Can I circle back to the the Tumblr thing? Yeah, and Alex, you had a yeah. pin as well. Sure. So Tiffany and then Alex. Yeah, I wanted to come back to this. Oh, come on, stupid. So this is for the visual. Um, these were so this is a, a an image of a dinosaur uh, for the for the listeners. But this these were the type of visuals that were getting banned. So it was like a it was a pornography ban, but there were images of like dinosaurs and pokemon that were getting flagged those definitely look phallic to me they're i mean cute like the sweet adorable like 3d mice carrying cheese and cubone and dinosaur art were examples of things that were getting flagged and that that was the issue it was like oh cool we're doing a ban on all pornography but at the same time the algorithms were all fucked up so it was like pulling it was pulling and flagging things that weren't i wonder if the algorithms were fucked up because like people make so much like porn of those things that they were just like blanket banning like pokemon and Uh, anthropomorphic dinosaurs and stuff like that and dinosaur porn what kind of porn are you looking at i'm not looking at it i'm saying it exists if if you've never (laughs) been on tumblr you're well not anymore but if you could go back to tumblr in its heyday you'd see some shit man I've seen some shit, man. What is that? Like rule 42? Is that what rule it is? Rule 34. 34? What's 42? Is that the... Oh, that's the answer Four. to the universe? Yeah. Alex, you also had a pin, I think? I I don't remember. <laughs> if I had a pin, it's been so long, I my mind doesn't settle. <laughs> <laughs> my mind doesn't. I should have just stopped there. Mine my mind, my doesn't. mind doesn't. We're good. <laughs> Ah, awesome. Wait, what was your pin? I didn't have a pin. Did you I? did? No. Oh, then I, I don't remember either. I think I was <laughs> noting I was noting Alex's pin. Oh, you were yeah. pinning Alex's pin, which doesn't exist anymore. Wow. Oh. We are we are on fire tonight. <laughs> we are doing so well. <laughs> choo choo. No, this, no this box this boxcar train is rolling ahead. Mm. Mm. No? No. Mm. <laughs> No. no, just no. 
Uh, no. Bo- Boxcar Children update. I still have not found the book. No. No. <laughs> I knew you were late waiting for my Boxcar Children update, Alex, and it they're not it's not here yet. You're a monster. Alex, speaking yeah? of hanging out with your friends down by the train tracks, um, I think you <laughs> said that you were you had a how do I how do I transition into this, Alex? Alex, you know, do it. Alex, you do it. You know, Alex, transition. So I have some questions for Maddie <laughs> that were uh, fan generated. How's that? They were generated by the the many fans that we have of this podcast. How many fans do we have? Tens. Uh, we have at we have ones at least ten. Of, ones of fans. Uh, we have at least two fans in this house, and one of them is is, is blowing on me right now. So. I mean, like uh, a literal fan. I get it. Like it's oscillating. Uh, watching, watching that click in Tiffany's head, and her going, "Man, I fucking hate my husband," but also going, "I'm gonna pretend like that was funny." Oh wow! I hate this episode. I hate this so much. <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna rapid fire some questions at you that are definitely very relevant and definitely very serious. So let's let's start with a let's start with an easy and serious one. Mm-hmm. Um, our fans want to know. Since we talked about you when we talked about Super Bloom, what are your Super Bloom <gasps> hot takes? Yes. God, I love Mr. Wives. Let me just start with that. Um, they have been a really big inspiration. Um, God, when did they like start? When did they like form? I feel like I've been listening to them since like forever. Um, so when this came out, I was really excited I was following like social media and I listened to all the songs um what was like the first few that came out I'm trying to think oh, like the singles that came out yeah the singles uh whatever was on mini rock Bloom. bottom rock bottom yes rock bottom yeah my favorite when it first came out yes same um it was that it was why 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 was one of them yep mm-hmm. coming up uh, for air no uh, i mean coming coming up for air was on mini bloom but it was one of the last ones that released okay. for mini okay. bloom it was like i mean super bloom was on there rock bottom yyy stories i think find my way home was one of the last ones too and then coming mm-hmm. up for air i think mm-hmm. those were all on mini bloom and then the last single to release was decide to be happy which yes. was like two weeks before the album came out yeah so I really like that one. Um, and then the whole album came out and my takeaway was that three small words was just, I could really connect with that one. So good. Um, yeah. So, but all the songs are amazing. I think they really nailed it with this one. Okay, good. That was a good, good, quick hot, hot takes. Hot uh, take. Maddie's fo- hot takes. Follow up question. What does <laughs> Kyle's butt smell like? <laughs> That's close to a poop question. I don't know. You tell me, Alex. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> uh, what? Well, well done. I'm sorry. These are. I mean, who do you think asked that question? Do you want? Do you... that question who was? Gener- uh, it could have been any either any of them. I would assume. Been... I would assume um, Corey, Brian, nope. Billy. But nope. it, Billy. It was Brian. It was okay. Brian. It was. It was his first i went what what should i ask maddie on the podcast and he goes well you should definitely ask her what kyle's butt smells like 
See, I would have guessed that you wrote that. Like, I wrote none of these questions. I like I typed them all out, but these were all given to me by other people. So I just want to uh, give that warning. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at Brian, probably. <laughs> um, fo- a real follow up. What has your pandemic playlist been like? Ooh. Uh, moody. <laughs> yeah, moody. Okay. Uh, what has your pandemic binge list been like? Like mm-hmm. TV shows, m- movies? Oh. Um, just a lot of, no, not really new stuff. I mean, I got Kyle to watch Lucifer, <laughs> which is a uh, Netflix show. Yeah. What is Lucifer? I've never, I've never seen that. Uh, Lucifer is a modern take of the devil um, put into Los Angeles and he's on vacation and he helps. It's basically a crime show. He helps out this, uh, this investigator who um, just goes around investigating. <laughs> so it's, it's an, it's, it's like, it's, it's like a, a crime de- show. It's a detective being assisted by the devil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, sold. That's it. <laughs> uh, the next thing is all caps. Do not mention boxcar children. Next thing. We've what do you think about that. Tiffany's ridiculous leg strength? Wait, whose question is that? Are they asking me or just everyone? Yeah, th- these are all questions for you, Maddie. I assume that's another Brian question. That's absolutely a Brian <laughs> question. <laughs> what is what do you think about it? I I, I want to yeah. know. What do you think of Tiffany's ridiculous leg strength? Her leg strength? What is that? <laughs> what does that I, even mean? Means you got big thighs. I think. <laughs> I have no idea. What What do I look like? Why would Brian? Does Brian know that? I, I, <laughs> once again, there was a warning that I did not write these questions. This is so um, weird. What is the worst art commission Wait, you've no, ever I had, want... and why is it Brian's tiefling? <laughs> Wait, no, I want to. I want to know what Maddie thinks of my leg strength. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> good, good, good. That's I'm good satis- answer. I'm satisfied with that answer. Good answer. Um, what is your favorite spice that rhymes with your name? It can also be an herb. Uh. What? Okay, good, good. I your fans, your fans want to know when will you be drawing Kyle with animated list? I knew that one was on there. I knew it. <laughs> Freaking knew it. Uh, and the last question. Well, no, two more questions. Last, last I didn't hear joke an question. Last joke question is, who's your favorite serial killer? Alex. Good answer. Good Ooh, answer. Spoiler. The last question, which isn't even a full question, it just says art things. Yep, that's what I do. All right, good. That was a that was a good interview with Maddie. Tiffany, I want to do that. So on glad every that's over. Ep- we, we need to do that on every episode. Yes, Dwight. Tiffany, behind you on my um on the shelf over there is my notebook with the the script for tomorrow. I wrote down some questions on there. If you could go grab those. Hold on, I got them. I'm not wearing pants. I just, oh, yeah. I just. Right, right. Oh, just I let, got. Just let Dwight okay. do it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. We'll, uh, we'll, hi, we'll this vamp. is my podcast now. We'll vamp. Yeah, we'll vamp yeah. a little. We'll vamp. Um, vamp. Oh, there, there, 
there was one question that I skipped because I didn't know that it was actually relevant to you. Uh, why do you think I'm the better Alex than the guy on Crash Test Live? Was wow. the question. Wow. That's, that's, that's rude. What was that? The I know. That's, them's fighting words. That's rude. So Let's wh- see if wh- Dwight's questions are any better. What do you want to do with your life? What are your dreams? <laughs> My dreams. Um... <laughs> Well, I'm already a full-time graphic designer, and it's something I've always uh, aspired to be. So I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. That's awesome. History behind that question. We were watching The yeah. Karate Kid, and it was just a random question. Karate Kid 2. It was just a Karate random two. It was a random question that Daniel asked this this lady, and it just made us laugh so hard <laughs> because it came out it of just, nowhere. It came out of nowhere, and he's like, in his like really bad, like, really think like actually he's like i gotta ask you something like what do you want to do with your life like what are your dreams you know what i really want to know you know i really want like what (laughs) i'm glad you had a legitimate answer to that yeah it was fantastic wonderful (laughs) wow Well, well i thought that those questions were of the highest caliber and not garbage trash at all and i'm really proud of my friends for for coming through in the clutch (laughs) with that one yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm also proud of your friends? Question mark. Uh, I don't know that I should be. No, no, you shouldn't be. Ah, <sighs> so I guess we'll now shift into the uh, the what are you doing segment of this. Oh, actually, you know what? Before we get there, we did have one question that was submitted to us. Um, I said we didn't have any emails. And actually, I guess that's not entirely true. Just kidding. Um, this is a response really quickly from Jesse about uh, Ladies' Night. Because um, apparently in Ladies' Night, Tiffany, you guys said that at no point, you girls, uh, said that at no point the Beast sings. He also he does sing he does. in the animated movie Something There. He has a cut. He has like that one. She glanced this way. I thought I saw. That, that. Oh, yeah. And uh, he says. Oh, yeah. He says, also, I think it was Haley who cut Scott's hair. It sounds like she needs more Brad Mondo in her life. I don't know what, I don't that, know means. what that means. Is that a reference to something? No idea. Cool. We'll look it up. Also, yeah. I <laughs> the thing I think with the beast singing is because you don't actually see him sing. You're just hearing it. Like mm. he's like in that like moment with Belle and they're like playing in the snow with the birds and they're like it, it's like almost like a voiceover. So I think that might be like a weird mm. reason as to why you don't see him sing. It makes sense. And it's as to why it wouldn't stick out. And it's also like one like stanza or whatever I don't, oh, I don't know no music this, i don't know i just looked up brad mondo and he's got crazy hair so oh okay. i have no I, idea who this is sorry me either we're old yeah jesse stop being so young and hip he's like a youtube guy so that explains it because i have no fucking clue who anybody on youtube is uh i don't even know what youtube is i don't believe what you. is i don't I don't know what this is. You're a liar. Um, but uh, so Tom, uh, the guest on our last episode, sent us a message uh, saying, uh, dis- discussion topic suggestion. Would you rather continue a good show that was cut off abruptly, potentially getting a bad uh, continuation or a rework, or would you rather rework a bad season of an otherwise good show to make it better, potentially making it worse? What? Ooh. Um, I'm going to pretend like I've thought about this long and hard and have a very like well-structured answer that I've been thinking about for a week or five days since you emailed me this, this prompt five days ago. 
but I, I, I haven't. Um, this is only the second time I've read it. Yes. My answer is yes. Uh, Game of Thrones? The last season, yeah. last season of Game of Thrones? I, I would like that reworked. That would the be first thing me. I thought of was the final season of Game of Thrones, and then I also thought the Netflix uh, seasons of Arrested Development. Development. Like... Those are two things that I want reworked, but the the seasons of Arrested Development also fall under his first thing that was, would you rather continue a show that got cut off abruptly? Mm. So I feel like I want to rework seasons that were bad of a show that got cut off abruptly. Touche. I think, I think I'm also in the reworking seasons camp because I'm thinking of shows and I'm like, more isn't always better. Mm-hmm. and I would rather have something that's really great and have it be really great and have it be cut short. And I would love to go back and rework certain seasons. Like we were talking about Stranger Things, like Stranger Things uh, season two would be one of those for sure. Um, some of the seasons like in the middle of the office would be, would be that. Um, yeah. I, I, I have a, I don't want things to be longer. I think I like things that like tell their story and, and kind of peace out and don't try to like overstay their welcome. Maddie, is there a show that you want, wish, wish went longer or is there a bad season of a good TV show that you want reworked that you can think of um, off the top of your head? Cause Alex was so kind. Game of Thrones. <laughs> like you mentioned. Yeah. Game of Thrones for sure. Good answers all around. I think, I think we all had the same answer. We I were all so. just like, yeah, let's rework. Thrones. Let's rework shit because I mean, it's easier to say I want to rework something that I already know is terrible than to be like, man, I have an image in my head of a new season for a mm-hmm. show that I don't know already exists. I know what you mean. Even saying like Firefly, like that would have been the thing right. like I would have that would have been my answer like 15 years ago or like 10 years ago like when the cast was still close-ish to be able to continue the story from when it was or even maybe do a prequel thing. Um, but there, it is a lot harder to say that, yes, I definitively want more of something, especially when, oh, you know what, actually, uh, something I would want to see finishing, um, is Last Man on Earth. Uh, that yeah. was a show that mm-hmm. got canceled way too early, mm-hmm. or canceled, period. And, like, I, I can't off the top of my head think of any other shows like that, that, like, just were done. I've been pretty lucky with things I've watched, I guess. I also think, too reworking a a season that's bad and potentially making it worse it's like it's already bad so it's like it's already bad you know like what more can you do to it like you know i don't know i'd risk it i concur has anyone seen um santa clarita diet that was one that got canceled that was like two seasons right that was drew barrymore and yeah yeah yeah, it looked amazing. Um, I like zombies, so I just Same. well. So, so here's the thing with that is like I, I, it looked really good, and I had wanted to watch it at some point, and I just never got around to it. But now that I know it's been canceled after two seasons, part of me doesn't want to invest that time in it now because I don't know if it ends on an unsatisfactory note. But I would assume that it does, in the sense that there's probably lingering things that you don't know the answer to. So that's kind mm-hmm. of disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So. Shifting from our email-y portion stuff now, uh, what has everyone been up to? It's been a hot week since we've all seen each other, and uh, Maddie, you've never been on, so why don't we uh, throw it to you, and uh, what have you 
been up to? Anything cool that you've been working on? Anything that you've been watching that you want to talk about? Any um, another form? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so beginning of March, um, I started. I picked up Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love. I loved it. Um, I kind of just like stopped playing at one point just because it's Animal Crossing. I feel like I never finish it. So, <laughs> um, and then after that, I started learning how to play ukulele, <laughs> just like out of nowhere. What? Yeah. So, <laughs> I wrote a COVID song at one point. <laughs> oh come on! Now you have to play it. Yeah. That's you don't you don't say that without thinking that you're gonna have to play it. I'll send it to you guys. Maddie. Maddie. I'm a terrible oh. singer, but I, you, I have heard it. Can confirm. I've heard it. It's great. <laughs> have you? Oh, do do you play any other instruments, or is like was this your first no. one that you've ever picked up? Yeah. So I had the I had a ukulele since um, I've had it for a few years now. I picked it up in Maine, and I just like I wanted to learn how to play it, but didn't really know where to start. And then I just kind of it was just kind of like a stupid little hobby, and then I like just put it down and then uh didn't really know what I was doing and then I picked it back up and I really like actually sat there and practiced so then I got good (laughs) when you when you practice it do you just do like do you scales or do you do like I'm going to learn this song and that's going to teach you the foundations for other things like how how do you approach that type of (laughs) Tiffany's name (laughs) sorry uh, how do you how do you approach something like picking up an instrument when you've never dealt with an instrument before that's really interesting to me um, I just kind of learned songs. I watched YouTube videos of people playing and as like they play the chords, I just learned from that. And then as I learned other songs, I like was like, oh yeah, I know this chord from the other song that I just learned. So as I started doing that, I started getting like better and better, but it's obviously I'm no pro, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's going to be music of Maddie next. It's going to be your next venture. Um, yeah. What's your favorite song that you've learned? Um, hmm. And least favorite. What song do you hate that you learned? <laughs> that's, a stupid, <laughs> that's a stupid question. I'm no, that's a better question. No, I, I like that side. I'm filled with hate, so I want to talk more about hate. Uh, I learned Riptide. Um, oh, I love that song. Least favorite song. Um... Don't answer that. <laughs> okay, uh, happy happy birthday, but with Alex. That's that I assume. <laughs> Only when you're singing it to me do you hate that song. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. really cool. Uh, a ukulele is one of those things where I've watched a bunch of like YouTube videos of like ukulele covers of songs. And I'm like, that looks like fun, but I know Tiffany would hate me if I bought something else and brought it into my house and looked looked at it for two weeks and then just never touched it again. Oh, Tiffany's, yeah. that's Tiffany's uh, instrument of choice. What am I looking at? What is that? That is an automaton. Um, an automaton is a, uh, a musical instrument from Japan. Uh, they actually used them in the song for the new Child's Play movie, and that's where I first saw it. Uh, it produces this hauntingly screeching sound uh, that is that is terrifying stuff of nightmares. And there's this YouTube channel that is dedicated to the automaton, and they do complete song covers of the, of, of songs with automatons, and it is fascinating. I, I feel like I've seen those. I don't know. They're so I, cute, though. It's adorable. I find so cute. I find that adorable and disgusting all at the same time. 
my favorite part about it is you if you squeeze its mouth, it looks like it's talking at you. It's adorable. Podcast. That. Po- podcast. Podcast. So I think there needs to be a, a Tiffany Maddie duo of Automaton and Ukulele. It's exactly what I was thinking, which is why I went to grab it. I'm like, yes. Yes, this needs to happen. Tiffany's hitching her trailer. You, you say that you're not a great singer. Well, my Automaton can sing anything. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm sorry, I made this really awkward. <laughs> Alex hates boxcars. That makes me sad in my heart. Um, so, it, cool. That's it. That's really exciting. I, I don't know. Uh, is there is there anything else, or was that where you were were ending? Um, no, I put that down for a while, and <laughs> just new hobbies. Really, um, I learned how to bind a book. Um, I what? wanted to learn how to bind because um, I'm doing. Well, I was going to do ink, the Inktober challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that before. It's like a 31-day drawing challenge uh, created by Jake Parker, who's a famous um, artist. He did. He worked for uh, Blue Sky Studios, I believe. Um, he's done things like just a whole bunch of like illustration stuff. So he came up with this idea to do a 31-day drawing challenge, and it's really popular on social media um millions of artists do it every year and uh he recently someone claimed him as he someone came out with a a book um and then jake parker came out with a book and they claimed that he was doing copyright infringement so people are very upset about that and uh so i don't know if i'll be doing it this year that's what i was going to ask you about actually that's what i pinned because i had heard that there was an issue with um the 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 name of it because whoever created it and and i believe it might have been jake parker but what you're saying it sounds like maybe somebody else did this where like the creator of it has tried to trademark inktober to the point where if anyone uses the hashtag or if anyone uses that tag on social media that he was like going to either come after them or or try and like shut it down because he wanted to sell or he he wanted to own their art that they created for it and he was going to be able to sell that and profit off it and that just sounds dirty and gross to me is that is that accurate or Um, is that am i making things up like i normally do so his lawyer i believed um was going around saying that if like they, he was trying to get it copyrighted, um, really mainly his logo in general, but um, he he made it known that that wasn't an issue. Like people can still do Inktober for fun as long as they don't use his logo per se. Um, oh, and they're trying to yeah, so they just use like he's just concerned about like his logo really and people like making art like making money off of that. I, I totally understand the concept. Like he doesn't want people to sell their art with his branding on it. I, I get that. Right. I totally get that. Uh, yeah. but that's why we haven't let anyone sell any no refunds merchandise. We've been very, <laughs> very uh, adamant about that. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I always love Jake Parker's art. I started following him because he did the art for the Rocket Raccoon comic. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that Scotty Young did, I think, as well? Scotty Young, yeah. Scotty Young's yeah. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's where, because I was like, I know that name. And I follow him on Instagram because I really, really liked his art style. So it was mm-hmm. like a weird thing that I'm like, oh, somebody else knows who that is. It just felt really <laughs> cool. Like, it just felt like so, such a weird thing to be like, oh, I know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I've, and if this is a 
too not too personal, but if this is a stupid question, we can we can cut it and you can just let me know that I'm being dumb. Have you ever like speaking of like people like um uh this guy you just talked about whose name I've already forgotten and uh, Jake I'm thinking Parker. Jake Parker and other people <laughs> like I'm thinking like um like Ben Bishop and people of that style um. I know that a lot of them are local or there's a lot of like local artists that go to like conventions like uh, Grand State Comic Con and uh, like Boston Comic Con and they do like the Artist Alley. Have you ever done anything <laughs> like that? And if so, like, how does that work? Is that, is that something you I thought ha- of doing? I haven't. I've thought about it. Um, I definitely want to go to one. That's for sure. Um, just to experience it. Um, I, I don't think I'm at that level yet of participating in one. But um, yeah, I just definitely want to go at some point. Is it something that you like? You have to apply for, or do you just get a booth? Like, is it you know? What yeah. I mean? like, so you, you have to apply um, online, I believe, uh, and you know you, you can split a space with someone, and uh, yeah. That's awesome. You should you totally like, do it because I guarantee you that people yeah. would would come and pay because I know you've got a lot of paying customers Thanks. in this audience. There, there's Alex. <laughs> Uh, I'm Alex. Hello. I made a a, a statement the other day because now that I'm playing D and was like, do I need my own Art of Maddie commission now? Do I need to? Tiffany it's... unprompted was like, oh, do I need to get a do I need to get a commissioned art of of my character now? And I was like, I guess that's like the thing now, Abs- right? Absolutely, it's what all the cool kids do. I have. Oh, I I, I might I I might need. A... I might need some um, some commissioned art. I, Why do you yeah, have a mimic? Because I bought her a mimic to uh, commemorate that, her first I'm, kill. I'm putting that to the side because I was still talking about art. I I love Instagram artists, and I've had a few things commissioned for different like birthdays and holidays and stuff. So I love like finding um, finding those artists and supporting artists. And I feel like I should now that I actually know you, I feel like I should also support you as well. Oh, so. Yeah. yeah, I'd be totally up for it. And your art is super nice. I follow you on Instagram yeah. also. Oh, cool. Same. <laughs> I've become a big Instagram oh. boy lately. I will follow you right now at artofmaddy.com. <laughs> art of Mondi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> art uh, of Mondi. Um, but yeah, I have a mimic. Very cute. Dwight. Why is his tongue blue? Um, I don't know, but Dwight bought it for me as a trophy for... Because nice. um, you slaughtered one. My first big bad. Yeah. That's awesome. Remember when I hated D&D, guys? Yeah. yeah I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Remember when I don't really hate it that much anymore? And I'm I kind d- of okay with it? I Part of me doesn't want to like change that thought in my mind that you hate D&D. Because I'm, I'm, every day I'm afraid that eventually you'll just go back. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep pretending like you hate D&D in my head. <laughs> So. Sounds good. It, it really is like a core part of her like identity, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like Tiffany hating D and D is like it's like one of the tenets that like our early relationship was built around. Was you yeah, hating D and D? For me, actually, it, it, it is. It, it would be. Yes, it, is. it would be the same as Tiffany waking up tomorrow and being like, "I hate all cats," and I'd be like, "Oh, who who are you? What has happened to Tiffany?" But see, her hating cats was actually a core fundamental of her when when we first started dating. So. Really? Hating cats or D and D? Cats. You didn't like cats that much when we started. You were very I allergic was to cats. Deathly allergic to them. Right. So oh, me yes. Too. <laughs> wow. So, I'm I really think... allergic. I... Yes, Maddie dies. Oh. Yeah. That's so sad because you can you can cuddle. Like, Spencer's over here sleeping on Dwight's chair, but I'm so happy I kind of outgrew it. I still get like allergy 
around certain cats, but it's it's kind of better now, which is nice because they're so cute. I know. It sucks. I have a dog though. <laughs> uh what is your dog's name and what kind of dog is it? I want to talk about all the dogs. <laughs> his name's Jed. Um, he has eyebrows. Everyone talks about his eyebrows every time they see him. Um yeah, he's he's mostly hound dog. He we got him as a rescue and uh he's a goofball. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I was waiting for Dwight to take back over because I'm gonna I, just I, keep talking about dogs. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with talking about dogs. <laughs> I, I also love Jed. Jed. Jed's adorable. It sounds like Jed. It does. Hey, we know a Judd. Yeah. So, Alex, what have you been up to? Anything fun Uh, and fancy and free? uh, I had something I was going to talk about. Oh, you know what? I forgot to bring this up at the beginning of the podcast. I actually had something I wanted to talk about. And then you put me on the spot and you were like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, ah. And then I came up with something that wasn't what I actually wanted to talk about. So I'm going to surprise you all by talking about something else. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Uh, Podcast over. Bye. So uh, for the last, I guess, two weeks, maybe even three weeks, me and my friends have been playing games with each other over Discord. And for the most part, for the most part, for the most part, it's been me playing a game and everybody watching and giving me input. And the games that we've been playing have been like these story-driven, I don't even know what you call the genre, but we played Until Dawn, we played Heavy Rain, we're playing Detroit Become Human, we played Tales from the Borderlands, the the Telltale game. So we've been doing all these, like I let everybody else make the decisions while I just play through the game and we enjoy the story however, whatever way they want to take it. And it's been a lot of fun because these are almost exclusively games that I've already played before, except for Tales from the Borderlands. But it's been fun because I get to replay these games that I love, and I get to experience them kind of through someone else's eyes because they're making the decisions. And it made me think about like video games as a medium in general, like... um as a like a wider look at this i was like what makes me want to watch somebody else play video games what do i enjoy when i'm watching somebody play video games what don't i enjoy and how is that different from when i'm playing video games myself and i thought this could be a fun thing for all of us to talk about because i know tiffany plays some of her own video games but she also watches dwight play video games sometimes and i'm sure maddie has had a similar experience with Kyle and I thought it could be something that we could all talk about. I think Tiffany is actually pretty uh good to talk about this right now because we've actually been watching a couple of Twitch streamers recently. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so that's something that I think that is an interesting thought. So, so uh, one of my points that I was going to bring up first is with me when I watch Twitch streams, I almost exclusively watch games that I don't in enjoy playing it but it's because i'm bad at them and i like watching people that are actually good at them or just games that i have no interest in rocket league is a big one for me like i love watching people play rocket league i've played it once and i 
had no interest in playing it again. Dead by Daylight is another one where I was just like, I don't like this game, but I could watch people play it for hours. So a lot of my time spent on Twitch or like in Discord watching my friends play games is watching games that I don't want to play. If if I wanted to play it, I would usually just play it or play it with my friends. Um, so the, I thought that was an interesting thing from my personal experience. But what about you guys? Well, I uh, have thoughts. Or go, yeah. Do you want to go, Dwight? Do you want to go? No, Tiffany. Um, yeah, just because you had mentioned the, the Twitch thing and I kind of like just wanted to jump on that because I watch Dwight play games all the time. Um, and I'm not a big game person. Like I love animal crossing. I play a lot of games on my phone. I'm like a, I play a lot of casual games. Mm -hmm. Um, so watching people like Dwight play games is fun, but I like watching like the first person shooter games. I don't know why. Like I loved watching when you were playing overwatch i loved watching that like you've been playing some of the free call of duty game and it's just like it's it's fun and i love listening to like the people on chat and i don't know what it is about it because like i would never play those games and i like hate them as a very concept but i just mm -hmm. like watching people play them so i understand that like watching wanting to watch games that you don't want to play yep and then now with the twitch thing because apparently i'm a big twitch girl now I like the social aspect of Twitch a yeah. lot when it's, when it's a stream, like when it's small and it's, it's like, I've watched a couple of streams where like the chat is just like going off and I can't follow it. And yeah. it's fucking, it's anxiety inducing, but I like it. Like when Dwight was streaming a few weeks ago, I was driving home from my sister's house and I had the stream up in my car and I was just listening to it. Like I wasn't watching it cause I'm driving, but very, I was listening safe. to it. Very safe but I had it on to listen to it and it just, it felt fun. And you were reading the chat messages and you were talking about your experience or like we've been watching um, one of the sound guys for all time. Low does a, a stream where he's playing like Mario Kart and like interactive games, like with the chat and like the, the, the little community that's there is really cool. And you start to recognize the same people and yep. that's really fun. And I always like watching your streams, Alex, like when you're playing like Twitch sings and, and like that, that one and i liked being part of the the um the fundraising for the trevor project and I, it just like i i've come to like watching people play games um i can't do it for like a hours and hours and hours but like mm -hmm. i i don't hate it so yeah. yeah it's kind of all i have to say about it i think <laughs> maybe i um I, I'm pretty weird when it comes to watching streams, whereas I don't really like doing it that much because I'm always of the opinion of like, I'd rather be playing it myself or, mm -hmm. um, and I, and I don't really engage well with online communities like that. Cause I always feel like I either don't have anything to add to the conversation or it, my, I'm just yelling into a void and it's not being heard or uh, there's no way to like have a real meaningful engagement. That's mildly changed now with what Tiffany's talking about with the, uh, with the sound guy. Um, it's literally sound guy, sound guy gaming, gaming is, is what it's called. Um, but that partially might be because I am a, I don't want to say selfish person, but like I've, so he's been playing games like Mario Kart where like you can jump in and join and play with him, which has been a lot of fun because there's like more of an interaction, interactive element for me in that, in that case. It's not just me watching the game. I am, you know, participating in it. And, um, we played um, we played Marble Marble Race Marbles or on Stream or something. Marbles that was on fun. Stream, yeah. And, and like I've I've wanted to do more streaming. Like I almost streamed yesterday, and it was one of those things where like I was sitting there and I was just like 
is this something I want to do right now? Like, do I want to like be on and engage with people? And like that, like Alex, I know you streamed a bunch. That seems to me one of like the hardest parts of it is like needing to be playing a personality or be playing a bit. So like, there's always that in the back of my mind too, when these people are streaming where it's like, they're just playing a part as well, which is, which is a little bit like, I don't want to say disingenuous because I'm sure some people are just really doing this because they enjoy it. But like, it's, it's always like a weird thing in the back of my mind, but there are like, I don't know. I do have ideas for that. I want to do for like streaming stuff. And and it's like the, the kernel of the idea is always more exciting or interesting to me than actually like, executing on it and that's something i really need to work on um that's dwight in a nutshell loves the idea loves the gathering of the materials to do the thing and then when it comes time to do the thing he doesn't do the thing it's like i know and i'm actually i'm really curious like to tie this back to maddie i like is art Mm -hmm. like that for you at times where like you have an idea and you're just like i don't want to do this right now you don't have to answer that now but if we come back to it i know like we're talking about gaming (laughs) and i totally hijacked it but like to tie it back sorry alex no yeah no no, that's Uh, fine this is an aside (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i find myself all the time like just not having enough time to do the things that i want to be doing and i'm constantly thinking about it at work like just thinking of like other ideas that i probably should be focusing on work but (laughs) um yeah like just my art in general like i'm always thinking like oh i could be doing this right now or um i'm not gonna have enough time to do that but uh twitch wise i love watching twitch streams um if i played the game for whatever reason like i have a hard time like focusing on games that i've never picked up like overwatch for example like i i love like the character designs and everything but i'm more of a like open world mm-hmm. kind of video gamer i really like zelda um animal crossing for example um what other hollow knight i was really into um so yeah i'm really like i'm drawn to those games and watching them um i watched kyle play through hollow knight and it was like awesome like seeing it with like new eyes almost um yeah that's what i like about watching other people play games I feel like there are definitely like two different types of games when it comes to watching streams. Like, like you talked about Overwatch and like MOBAs and stuff where they're really complicated and watching it as an outsider, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Because if, if those kinds of games, if you don't know the core mechanics of it, you don't understand what's going on. But like Call of Duty, it's simple. You shoot a guy in the head. Like it's, it's a lot more simplified it, it it's I, not that simplified but I, I agree with you but i don't at the same time because like i feel like if you don't know like the ui or the interface or like what the little right. dings mean on there it can be right. a hard time to follow it because you like you don't understand like well, what does that little flag mean or what are they trying yeah. to accomplish in this situation but but i was going to go back to like where my conversation started the games that i've been playing with my friends are games that you don't need to understand anything outside of the fact that they are story driven games that the, the gameplay mechanics don't really matter because you don't really need to invest yourself in it it's about investing your yourself in characters and character decisions and making sure people live till the end because that's what these games are mostly about and so i always found it interesting because i would do it in discord no matter who was there 
it would just be like somebody would pop in for one session and be like what did i miss and we'd give them like it was like they popped in for one episode of a season of a tv show and we were just like oh well this person died this person's a wendigo this person is like trapped there you go and then we just go through and it's fun and then we're our, our plan is to do like the because Telltale added a mechanic where you can do crowdsourced answers. Ooh. So you can, like, everybody can take part and vote to see which, like, answer gets chosen. So That's similar that's to that what, game that we tried to play. Yeah, Hidden Agenda, which was great in theory and then awful in execution. I also think we didn't have enough people. There were yeah. only four of us, which is, like, not enough to... It was an even number, which is always rough. And there was very limited amount of us, so it was hard to get, yeah. you know, a real split decision sometimes. Yeah, it was. And it really, like, I, I remember the thing about that. I don't know why I very specifically remember this. The fact that we didn't go into someone's basement was the only thing that resulted in us getting a really milk toast ending. Because we knew the answer, but our characters right. didn't, which is stupid. We we knew who the killer was, but because we didn't go into that person's basement at one point, there was no other way to figure out who the killer was. That that was it. And then it like cut to like an end scene where they were like, "Well, we don't know who the killer is." Uh, and if we wanted and to replay credits. it, it had to be from all the way at the beginning or something stupid, yeah. which is blah. Dumb. It was it was a bunch of bullshit. Some of the uh, other stuff that I like to watch is like um, speed runs of games occasionally. Like yep. this isn't necessarily a Twitch thing, but it's more of a YouTube thing, like or speedruns.com or whatever. Like I'll watch like some like high level plays like that or um, like summer games done quick. Like I love watching that. Um, that's a lot of fun. Uh, that's mostly because it's like the charity portion. And it's also what uh, one of the tenants I think you were talking about, Alex, where it's like a, a game being played to like the utmost like high level of skill is always fascinating for me to watch. And I also sometimes like if I'm on the fence with a game, I'll like pop into that, like a streamer for that one just to like watch like 15 to 20 minutes of it and be like, what is like the core gameplay loop of this? Like, and what is, what can I expect if I pick it up? And that's kind of a way that I am also like using to buy games or figure out what I want to buy. That's exactly how I did Ghost of Tsushima. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch somebody stream this for a couple hours, and if I'm into it, I'll get it. And I was, and I did. I still need to beat that game. Yeah. I'm almost done, I think, the first section. Ooh. I know. That's exciting. I'm moving along. But fucking tomorrow, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 comes out, so that's going to derail me again. <sighs> I'm excited for that. You excited for that, Alex? I mean, this is the first time hearing that it's coming out. I, I knew that there was an announcement for it, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a while ago. But this is the first time hearing that, like, tomorrow it comes out because yeah. Tony Hawk. I'm that hip with the news cycle. I figured you'd be into that because I know you really like, at least, I thought you liked Tony Hawk, right? Or is... Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 yeah. were my jams. Like, were your you downhill know, jam. Superman by Goldfinger is the greatest song ever made and that's, fight me that's what anybody I said that, that says otherwise that's what i was saying to tiffany i was like if this song is not in this because they uh, i pre-ordered it so i got a demo version of it and i, yep. I the, this it's the warehouse level and i was like if the first thing i hear when i boot this up is not superman i'll be very disappointed <laughs> and it was and it was great solid um that's like when i play crazy taxi and i go if i don't hear all i want by the offspring i'm playing again <laughs> yeah 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 uh, sorry. Uh, I feel like we've gone somewhere else. Um, 
It's all good. Off the rails. Off the, off off the, the boxcar rails. The boxcar rails. You. Fuck you and your boxcars. No. Ah, fun. I'm so tired today. I feel like my oh, energy no. is like really low. I'm like, ugh. Um, fun so, fact. Yeah. I I because school starts next week for my district. I've been trying to get back into like a normal human being sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to bed at like 3 a.m. and waking up at 10, I thought maybe I should go to bed at like 10 or 11 and wake up at like 7. And yesterday was the first day of that and it was brutal. And then today was the second day of that and it was still brutal. So I, I always find that when sleeping, like when changing a sleep schedule, the second day is always harder than the first. Because the first yeah. day you like kind of run on adrenaline and like, or uh, when I used to work at my old job, we would sometimes have to go in for like overnight recordings and the day of the overnight was always fine. But then the next day I was like, I got hit by a bus. Like it was just the worst. And I think that has to do with life, your brain. Life. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Maddie, why, sleep- Ma- Maddie, why is that? Um, I couldn't answer that for you. Sorry. <laughs> My sleep schedule is so messed up. Ugh. Yeah, me too. Has um, yeah. Do you uh, are you doing the work from home thing, or do you have to like go into the office? Um, both. It's like work from home three days, go into most of the time. That's not that bad. I I honestly yeah. believe that after this whole pandemic thing, it's everybody's um work schedule in general is going to change for the most part. And I'm very much looking forward to that portion of this because now this has obviously proved that, you know, work from home is a feasible option for a lot of people. Like I believe most of us here who have like a lot of computer based jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. And those Mm -hmm. of us who, you know, the teachers in this group, it's a little rough though. I never want to go back to working full time ever. I, and it sucks because my job is so student focused, but like I love, I'm home Mondays and Thursdays and I love it. And then I go in and do my teaching thing and then I can come home. Cause I'm like, I come home now and I'm like immediately in the shower and I'm like cleaning everything and I'm so paranoid. But like those days that I can be home, I get more work done now that school started like over the summer fucking shit show. But now that school's back, I like feel like I get more done during the day. And I feel more productive, even on like Zoom meetings, like I'm meeting with students on Zoom and it's like, cool, I just did it today, Dwight. I walked in the door and I was like on a call with students and they were doing something for their club. And like the fact that I don't have to be like at school waiting for kids to come to a meeting and do their thing where I don't really need to be there, but I should be there because I'm an advisor. Like it's just, I can do that at home. Like there's so many things about even my job that I can do at home and still support students and I don't have to be there just sitting like I was telling you Dwight yesterday I'm like I love going in to teach at night I get to work at home I don't have to sit in my office all day and like just wait for the clock to you know get to the time that I'm teaching it's like I can just go on to campus when I need to be there and I like it's been I don't know I'm gushing about how much I love working from home because I really do absolutely nothing wrong with that that's perfect so uh Tiffany, yeah. we're going to go over to you now because we've already been to Alex. We've already been to Maddie. Okay. Now we're going to go to you. Um, has there been anything uh, that we have not talked about uh, during this whole pandemic that we had been meaning to bring up 17 times on every single episode by any chance that you <laughs> would want to talk about? Love Thank it. you. 
Thank you for setting it up. Cause usually when you come to me, I know in your mind, you have something you want me to talk about and I just freeze and I don't know what you want me to say. So um, yes, Dwight is correct. We've been watching a TV show. Uh, I think we've watched it through like four or five times at this point now. Um, it is the show, uh, FX show called What We Do in the Shadows. It is based on a movie of the same name that was um, directed, written. I don't know what. I'm also bad with like directing and writing and producing and actors. And I'm like, I don't know what they, they did something. But it's Taika Waititi. Um, who you might know from Thor and um, it's Jermaine Clement and who's the other guy I couldn't tell you the other guy because he's, uh, yeah, he's but, unimportant to me I don't know I don't know his name yeah but anyway the movie so going back to the, the movie is about this group of vampires um, that are you know 600 years old or whatever and they are living in present day um, and it's shot in a mockumentary style so there's like a film crew and they're, you know, recording these vampires as they go through their day-to-day life, um, you know, dealing with vampire stuff, but also dealing with having to like exist in a world. Um, so they turned it into a TV show. Uh, we are, we just finished season, I think season two just wrapped up. Yep. Season two. Um, and they're short seasons, um, but it's following a, a new group of vampires and uh, they're living in New York, right? Is it New York? Yep. Staten Island. Staten Island. They're living in New York and they're all roommates and they're just, you know, dealing with neighbors and dealing with, uh, you know, sending emails and um, also dealing with vampire things. And there's a vampire council. So it's like kind of balancing this like li- vampires living in present day New York again shot in that mockumentary style so you get these really really great um scenes where you know mundane things are happening and then you have vampires doing uh they're like talking head interviews I feel like I'm not talking it up like making it sound cool but it is so fucking hilarious and and raunchy and like the entire cast is like absolutely incredible there it's just and it keeps getting better and better and better um like i said dwight and i have watched through this show now i think four or five times and we're just it's like we got constantly laughing at it constantly picking out new things it's just so well written and so well directed and acted and everything and it just it's gorgeous to look at i i want to talk about it forever but that's kind of what we do in the shadows in a nutshell how did i do dwight i think you did very great uh, the only thing I would have maybe added on is uh, some of the actors are um, relatively known. Uh, the, the, I don't remember I, everybody's names except Matt yeah. Berry. <laughs> uh, Matt Berry is fantastic. He was on um, the IT crowd, I believe. He played one of the, the he's the guy who like inherits the company, and he was oh, on. Oh, he's the manager guy. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who comes, yep, the, yep. the son of the manager who comes yep. in later, and yep. um, he's in this other show called Toast of London, which is on Netflix and is so very funny. funny, and I would recommend that. Uh, and the other person who's in it, I don't remember his name. Um, the Colin Mockery, he played not Colin Mockery, Colin, Colin Robinson. Marcus. Colin Mockery is a real Colin? person. Colin Robinson is the character name. It's the guy who played Nate in The Office. Um, 
He is uh, fantastic. I think it's like Mark Rose. Mark I don't know how to say his name. That's the proper way. You just got to like gargle your mic and that's how you say his last name. Um, oh, oh. I, I forgot the best part of the show. They have a human familiar Thank you. working for them uh, named Guillermo, and he is—he uh, has been working for them for uh, eleven years. It's eleven in the second season, ten in the eleven, first. ten years, um, and with the promise that he's going to be turned into a vampire, and he like works alongside um, mostly Nandor, which is my favorite vampire. Um, but it, it, it's it's really a lot about him as well, like being a human in this world with the vampires and, and balancing that the, that role. You can tell that, so, so Taika and Jermaine uh, had a lot to do with the first two seasons and you can tell that they were, they loved the show and cared about it to the point where they got a lot of their friends to be on it. Um, specifically, there's an episode with the Vampire Council and this isn't that big of a spoiler, but there's a bunch of other people on the vampire council who have played vampires in other media. And mm. that's like the joke. And it's fucking awesome. So they got like Danny Trejo, Wesley Snipes, um, uh, Tilda, Tilda Swinton's in there. Uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Why can't I think of it? Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. He was, Paul a, Rubens. He was a vampire Solid. in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I believe. Yeah. Um, yes. The movie. It, it was, it's a really cool, like really cool thing that they did. Um, and you can, in the second season, they started getting like, seriously big name actors like they have benedict wong mark hamill um Haley joe osmond like there's so many like awesome guest stars this show is and it's it's, it's fucking hysterical it's so, so funny looking through i i'm surprised that this name hasn't come up yet doug jones is in five oh, episodes. yeah yeah that well and he's and he's doug very doug jones. and he's very doug jones like that's one of so the the show takes place in the same universe as the movie but the first season is kind of rehashing a little bit of like what the the movie did whereas like you have like a really older vampire and this is the uh, that's a character played by doug jones and that is like one of my favorite episodes one of the ones with doug jones in it it's so, so good it's so he was good. in five though i that's it's, it says five episodes on imdb but i wonder if they're just referring to like, cause there are episodes like he's not in, but like some of him, or it's like not a flashback, but it's like probably that. I, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have either of you two no seen expert. it? Or uh, no, I've seen the movie, but I. So here's my, I. It. I think it's a common thing in this day and age, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just common for me. I have the advertising for the show force fed down my throat for like six straight months before the first season aired because I would see ads on Twitch. Mm. I would see ads on YouTube. I would see ads on like, I don't know. What else did I watch? Pornhub. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I would see ads everywhere for it and they were unskippable ads. So I would like be able to quote the ad back to front by the end of it. And I was just like, I'm never watching the, this fucking show. I like, I would, ju- I just felt such ire every time I'd see the ad and I'd just be like, no, I'm not watching it. And then you guys were like, the show's really good. And I'm like, maybe I should watch it. It's the best show on TV right now. It's serious. It's the funniest show on TV at least. Okay. Have you- I, I've never even heard of it, but it sounds really interesting sounds up my alley so it's absolutely fantastic i I would recommend watching the movie first 
if okay. you like comedy, it's comedy. I don't like. I'm not a. Re- I'm not a person who recommends anything because I also I don't like things being recommended to me. But like, it is just so. Yeah, you have to watch the movie. Like, you don't have to watch the movie, but it, it kind of helps set up the sense of humor. But it's just very like. Sometimes the humor isn't just that the deadpan deliveries or just like in the mundane. And I tend to like that stuff where, you know, there are things that are things that come back and there's all kinds of like little, little callbacks. It's just, it's just so well done. <laughs> and it's only 10 episodes per season. So it flies by. Um, Tiffany and I started watching it. We watched like one or two last year and we kind of stopped because the first two are fine, but it gets really good um, in like the back half of season one. Um, but season two, we rewatched the entire thing and then we watched season two live for the past, like I think the second episode um, yeah. And it was like amazing, but we kept on rewatching season one while we were waiting for more season two episodes. We just loved it so much. We just wanted more and more and more. And so I'm very excited for season three and it's some things to note about the show. It is, um, it's a vampire show. So there is a little bit of like some things get a little bloody, uh, things get a little bit, um, uh, I'm going to say sexual, but not in like a, uh, like a sex way more of like in a the vampires are saying very disgusting things because they've lived for 500 years so it's it's, that's mundane to them there's one episode that's like entirely framed around having a vampire orgy um which is very funny uh and they also because it's on fxx they say fuck a lot like it's weird for a tv show to like dropping be dropping hard f's but they do and it makes me laugh, and I love it. Every time. Every time. Every every joke about semen, I'm like, I'm 33 years old, and I'm still laughing about jizz. Like, it's just, like, it's just so... Jizz is always funny. It's always, it's never not funny. Ever. I'm so, sorry. Yeah. So what we do in the shadows, big, massive thumbs up from Tiffany and I. I want to, can I play the clip? Can I share yeah. my screen? Share your screen. Make sure you share it with sound. I don't hear anything. I, I think it's coming through I your mic. I hear it a little bit. Yeah. I can't play it. It's okay. okay. You couldn't hear it. I'm I'm sorry. This was a failed experiment. Oh, boo. All right. Cut this out of the episode. Will do. Cut the whole episode. Oh, yes, that was it. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Um, Please don't pillage me. I, I, I won't no. pillage you. You have to watch it. I need somebody else to talk I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, like, I'm going to do it right now. Hold on. I will watch it for just for you. For as popular, like for, I feel like it's really popular. And Alex, you were saying it's everywhere. And I feel like a lot of people are watching it. But like, I don't know anybody else who's watching it. Mm. So it's kind of a weird, it's mm. the first one, Dwight. Yeah, I know. Hold on. I'm not sure if I'm, am I, uh, I don't know if I'm sharing sound. Hold on. Sorry. That was Can you hear that? No, sir. Stop share. God damn. Welcome to this No is, Refunds. It's fast. Yeah. This is a, an exciting Boom. podcast. Boom. All right, we're good now. Yeah? I was very far out oh. soldier in the Ottoman Empire, which meant a lot of killing, a lot of pillaging. People would say, please don't pillage me. And I would say, no, I'm pillaging everyone you included. You cannot pay with that. I'm so sorry. Sir, you can't be throwing ancient coins at me. Yeah, Mom. Stab this man. What we do in the shadows. (laughs)
That's Tiffany's like favorite joke is the pillaging joke. No, Solid. I love that's Nandor. Nandor's is very tall, very long hair, very, very sexy, very handsome vampire man. That would be the vampire that would get me. I I would be I would be won over by by Nandor. Tiffany has a big crush. Right, See, big, I love him. I, I if I had to say I had one big fear, it would be getting bit by a vampire because then I'd be immortal, and that is my <laughs> night. That is my nightmare. But you can just immortal. go in the sun, and it's super easy. You're done. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good point. You know yeah. what? If you know any vampires, get them to bite me. Speaking of um, being bit by a vampire, in the first season, I forgot, um, Beanie Feldstein actually plays a large role in the first season as well. And she's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. It's just so weird. Like, it's such an odd, it was, an it odd was, thing with she's. It was yeah. right before um, that movie Booksmart. came out. Booksmart. It was right before Booksmart came out because she's not yeah. in the second movie yeah. or second season because she was too big, busy, wow. busy, I don't know. busy, sure. So that's the what we've been watching, yeah. Alex or yeah. Maddie. Have you, either of you two been watching anything fun? I mean, I I could talk about something like briefly. Question mark. Um, I actually started a rewatch of a season that aired. I want to say last summer. It came out last summer. First season of a show. The second season starts this Friday. I think the first three episodes drop on Friday, and then it's going to release weekly. And it is called The Boys on Amazon Prime. So the first season came out last summer. It was kind of like, I it, I felt like it was tailored towards me. So I immediately started watching it and I binged it all in like three or four days or something. Eight episodes, really short uh, watch. Each episode's about an hour long. So I guess it's not really short. It's eight hours. Um, but it's a great show. I, I just... I have one episode left on my rewatch and then I'm going to start watching season two when it comes out on Friday. For those of you who aren't aware of what the boys is, it is a very like, it's a dark comedy that basically takes place in the Watchmen universe almost. So it's not quite, it's basically a riff on the justice league in a very darkly comedic way. And it's about these guys that hate the super vil- uh, the superheroes and want to take them down in whatever way they can. So the lead characters are played by Carl Urban and whatever, Dennis Quaid's son. What's his name? Randy Quaid. Uh, no, Dennis Quaid's son. R- uh, Randy Quaid. God damn it. His, <laughs> la- his last name's Quaid. Billy Why Quaid. Brian Quaid? Corey Quaid. Just keep Quaid. naming boys' names, and eventually you'll get there. Kyle Quaid? Uh, Jack White. Quaid. Oh, I was close. I would have gotten there Jack, eventually. So Jack Quaid is technically the lead, but Carl Urban is a close second, and they play like a pair. Jack Quaid's character is like the new guy to the boys, and he's kind of in this for revenge because his girlfriend dies in the very first episode in like the second scene of the first episode and that's like the launching on point for the entire uh show it is this show makes me laugh my ass off constantly in ways that i definitely shouldn't be laughing like there's some sick shit going on there's a like there's a uh group what do you call it when a group comes together to bond over their mutual like sadness a support group 
there's a support group for people that have been like hurt by the superheroes and one guy is giving this like really sad speech about how he lost his dick to in a superhero accident and part of you is supposed to feel really bad for him but outside i was just laughing hysterically uh but that's kind of the humor of the show it's really sometimes you're just like oh my god that's so sad and then you just chuckle and you go why did i do that but that's like my kind of humor and i feel like that's definitely kyle's kind of humor Mm-hmm. I feel like Kyle Kyle would probably really like the show. I know you guys have watched it. We haven't really talked about our Yeah, opinions. he started watching it before me and he got through the whole thing and he's like, oh, you should definitely watch it. It's up your alley. And I, I saw like the first episode, like parts of it when he was watching it. And I was like, what are you watching? This is like nuts. This is really like raunchy and like... Which I don't mind, obviously, with all the stuff I watch, but but it was just like really weird and um, just like sexual and bloody. I just remember the scene where, like, yeah, the, the first scene where she dies. I'm like, oh my god, that's like so gross. But <laughs> it's horrendously graphic throughout. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of really, really graphic blood and like brutality in the show. Which is, you know, um, it's based off of a comic book by Garth Enos, the same guy that did Preacher. And he's kind of notorious for his comic books being really graphic and filled with profanity. So I, I kind of liked that they carried that over from the comics. And they were just like, yeah, we're going to stick with everyone's going to say fuck a lot. Uh, Carl Urban's character is uh british so he drops the c-bomb like every other sentence basically it's pretty great um and it's it's just it's graphic it's profane but it's hilarious it's and i think the thing that really sticks with me is like all of the characters feel very uniquely different and they all fit different roles and even though it's a pretty big cast of characters because the the justice league in this which is called the seven there's shockingly seven of them and they each fit a different stereotype like you're used to there's a superman there's a wonder woman there's a batman but they all have like these other like background character types that don't really fit what you're used to seeing with like superman or wonder woman and it's it's fun to see that in the in the background while you're also like kind of rooting against them because they're the quote-unquote bad guys in this it's a it's a great show if you haven't watched it i highly recommend it uh eight episodes like i said first season's all out second season starts on friday uh which would be the day this episode might come out question mark um which is September 4th, I think. What, what, uh, where is it? How do we find Amazon it? Amazon Prime. Oh. It, it is an Amazon Prime original. Cool. So the only um, thing that I approach this with reticence because is uh, there is a lot of like, isn't, isn't there like sexual violence at, at a couple of points? There, there and I know is, that that's like a sticky point for a lot of people. There is a sexual assault in the first episode that is like a, uh springboard point for a lot of the uh the conflict character development for certain characters going forward it's not explicitly shown it's it's 
the encounter is shown leading up to it and then you just it, it's like a smash cut away from it mm-hmm. but the ripples from that event are seen throughout throughout the rest of the show which i i really like the way that that, that it was handled mm-hmm. and i feel like the payoff from it is really satisfying mm. um i would say yeah it, it's definitely something that uh, should be known going in. I would agree with that. Also, like I know that like Garth Ennis in general kind of has like a a well documented like disdain for superheroes in general. So does like that yeah. kind of come through? Because obviously, like the main superheroes are kind of painted as the bad guys, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's that's... definitely like a very jaded view on superheroes, which I really enjoy mm-hmm. because I didn't say this on the last episode. Uh, because I didn't, I didn't want to make enemies with Tom. Like the first time I met him, I've always hated Superman. Like I think he's the worst superhero ever. But I think he would make a great supervillain. I like. I wish he was just the supervillain in all the comics because I, I find that a lot more interesting in a like invincible person. So I really like Homelander in this because he's the Superman ar- archetype, which is like. He can, he's infallible. He can do no wrong. He has a God complex basically. And it's fun watching him be like good and evil at the same time. So I, yeah, you can definitely see that Garthinus had a very like jaded view of comic books, the way that like Marvel and DC portrays superheroes, you know? Makes perfect sense. Tiffany, is that something you want to watch or? See, like I was interested in the, and I had no idea there was like sexual assault things. That is one of those things that like, I know we were talking on last episode um, about like just sex in, in where it doesn't belong. And I'm okay with it. If it serves a story point, mm-hmm. uh, I, it's not going to make it like, I don't even care if it's implied. I just don't like when it's used in, in, um, in media. It just feels, I don't know. I, just, I don't love it. I don't love it. It's the thing that just gets yep. me. But I like, from what I know about it, which is very little, I like that it's subverting a lot of those superhero tropes and things because I think I think that's a point worth talking about. And I'd be interested to watch it. I don't know. I don't like. I said I don't know much about it, and even just hearing about it, it's like it's, it's still it's a vague idea in my mind. So I don't know. Dwight, were you asking me if I wanted to watch it? Because I don't. I don't know if I would do. I'm know. not gonna lie. I was looking up. I was looking at chicken tenders while you were talking about that. So because wow. it's not something that I had watched, so I don't really know what to add. I feel like I just got caught in class. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Because I wasn't paying attention. It's I okay, Tiffany. It's okay. You lost when as soon as as soon as Dwight was like, "Oh, is there's graphic sexual assault?" And I was like, "Ah, well, I don't need to listen to this because this is not something that I'm ever going to be interested in." But. Uh, yeah. The only graphic things that happen in the show are people's bodies exploding. I'm okay yeah. with that. Like, I am okay with that. Into giant puddles of blood. It's yeah, just, okay with it's that. It's so satisfying. I'm okay which, with that actually. Which I'm surprisingly fine with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I like I hate blood. It I pass out from the sight of it. I, so. I think I think blood in movies when it's portrayed accurately 
makes me squeamish. Yeah. But it's portrayed <laughs> over the top, like B movies or like this, where it's just like, oh, I hit this guy and he, uh, like his skin no longer exists and he's just a big, like human shaped blood form. That's fine. Like, <laughs> It's weird how my mind just goes, more blood is better, less blood is scary. <laughs> it makes me think of things like Kick-Ass or yeah. like even like yeah. Deadpool, like even Deadpool, like because it's being portrayed in a non-realistic way and it's kind right. of funny, it's it, like the humor is at work, it feels yeah. different. So Or, or even like... Even like Kill Bill, when they like chop off people's arms and legs, they just spurt constantly, and it's just like, yeah, that that's not realistic. I'm I'm in. I'm I'm in for this. I think a lot of it also probably has to do with like the tone of, of what it's yeah. going, and I think that I I haven't seen the show, but I think most of it. Alex, you were saying you you were laughing your butt off while you were watching this. We don't say ass on this show. Um, I don't know why yes. I, said, I don't know why I said but um I know you were laughing a lot <laughs> when you were watching it um your booty and and so I think bum. that like if it obviously it's a comedic tone so that's going to make yeah. the blood less shocking or weird or whatever <laughs> right I thought you were going to say bloody <laughs> make the blood less bloody mm. that sounds like a like a like a like a suits uh note on a, a TV show or something can you make the blood less bloody please yes that sounds like a an exec. Yeah, absolutes. So, <laughs> absolutes. I'm very sorry. So, I just said so that. I the reason I brought this up is yeah. uh, I'm talking about a show that's coming out on Friday. Also, this week we got announcements about two shows that I know Dwight and Tiffany are excited about. Um, I I have no idea about Maddie. I'm sorry if you have no interest in either of these shows, but. We got announcements that on October 4th, was it 4th or not 9th? 4th? I hope it's ninth. the 4th because that's our wedding anniversary. I, I, October 9th. That's why when I said the 4th, yeah. I was like, no, that's my parents' anniversary. 9th. Definitely the 9th. On October 9th, we're getting season two of The Haunting. No, we're not. The, the Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. Um, and then on October 30th, we are getting the start of season two of The Mandalorian. I know that so we've talked about on this podcast before how much we love the haunting of hill house Mm -hmm. i remember gushing about it on an episode and you guys hadn't watched it yet and i just gushed about it for like eight hours or whatever and then we got the length of the show we got to talk about it some more uh on our top shows episode but i i'm sure we've talked about it other times like feel like we talked about it at like one of our favorite like the episode with our favorite things maybe from, 20, from 2018 yeah i think it was um my one of my top five favorite yeah, favorite I think things it of was. 2018 that's a good point and at that point you guys had seen it yeah uh but we've all we all loved that show so and uh, we've been waiting for we've known that haunting of well we knew that haunting was getting a second season i'm putting that in quotes like Mike Flanagan, right? That's how yep. you say his name. Yeah. I think so. um, he's the showrunner, uh, director, writer of the first season. And he's said from the beginning that he wanted to do an anthology and that if they got a second season, it might have references to the first season, but wouldn't be a sequel. It would be an anthology series. So we ne- had no idea what to expect. And then eventually they announced that they were doing. The Haunting of Bly Manor, 
which is an adaptation of a novel called The Turn of the Screw, I think. Yep. But it's also going to use that author's other works in some other ways to kind of flesh out the entirety of the season. I've been following it very closely in terms of announcements like that. And then I saw that they released a teaser trailer for the new season that's coming out October 9th. And I went, I'm not watching that. I, I have not watched it. I have no interest uh. in watching it because I, like I've talked about several times on here, I'm already sold on it. I don't, I don't care what the teaser is going to show me because I'm going to watch that the day it releases. So why would I, why would I subject myself to potential spoilers? Um, you know, I don't even remember what was in the trailer. If it, to tell you honest, it just got me excited for it. Yeah, um, I'm just super. Just the announce, it. just getting a date, was yeah. what all I wanted. Like I opened up Reddit and it, like top post, haunting of Fly Manor comes out October 9th, and I was just like close. I'm excited. Like, and then I went and I immediately masturbated because that's how excited <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> Semen can, is always funny. Can you describe <laughs> your never grip not technique? funny? Can you describe um, your grip technique that you used? Yeah, I use the um, three-finger death punch. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Matt, Maddie, have you watched this show? Have any interest? Oh, in I got this scared show? there for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's going to be the follow-up to that? Haunting. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen it. Um, I'm usually not into horror-esque shows, um, but Kyle is, of course. And I kind of get sucked into it. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I, I can't really remember much about it, but I know I really liked it. <laughs> it's been a while. It's yeah. actually the same yeah. for me. I, I don't remember a lot of the, like, moment-to-moment episodes I, or the things that happened. I just remember, like, some of the bigger strokes of it, like the episode yeah, where they're in the morgue. Like, that one, the, the mm-hmm. one-take episode was amazing. Uh, yes, Tiffany Strokes, Dick. Masturbating. Strokes. I get it. Thank you. Sorry, uh, I couldn't okay. help it. Yeah. I remember. Nor- things- normally, we say broader strokes to avoid penis references. Yeah. Bigger. But um, oh, and I, and I, I also re- I also remember being like, not feeling stupid, but like the big reveal that like takes place towards the end regarding like the rooms that right. completely blindsided me. Whereas like when I went went back and rewatched a little bit of, it, I was like, oh, I can see each of those and how what they actually meant and whatnot like i almost felt a little not stupid but I've, i was like why didn't i see that before um but the show was so good and yeah i, don't, I lost what i thought it was so good you I didn't it. see it before because the show does such a great job of like sucking you in and like crafting that story and like the characters again i love characters but like this family and like the setting and it's spooky so yeah i can't i i can easily see why you would miss things because when you're watching it that first time it's you're just look like you're you're along for the ride so yeah yeah, of course you're gonna go back and you know what happens and you're gonna start picking those things out and that's kind of the fun of going back and watching something for a second and third time and i actually haven't done that but i'd be curious to do that I have watched it four times now and every time is just as good as the last. Like I, I just rewatched it this summer because I was like, well, I'm stuck at home just like every other human being. What, uh, what do I want to watch? And I was like, I really like the haunting of Hill House. So I rewatched that in like 
two sittings. I watched five episodes and then I went to bed and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, five more episodes, please. Um, it's, it's just so good. And one of the things that I did notice, and maybe it's because I had watched it three times already, but I hadn't watched it since 2018 or whenever it came out. And watching it this year, I was like, man, I don't really remember the show. And then I finished the first episode and I was like, oh, I remember everything. It's like the moment you get introduced to the characters again, you just go, oh, right. Nell does this and this and this and this. And like you just remember everything. And it's I think it speaks to how unique and memorable the characters and their arcs were. So I have really high hopes for this next season and I hope I'm not disappointed. Um, well, but Mike Flanagan has always been really good with horror for me. So I, I think that the the nice thing they're doing with this one is it's not a continuation of the first story. So like right. even if the next episode, next season sucks and is like the worst piece of media ever, I highly doubt it will be. But even if it is, the first season stands alone, which is which is fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's part of the reason why I really like the idea of anthology shows in general is because like if you have like an off season. Eh, it's not the end of the world. You can make the next one. You can rework the next one and make it even better. Um, so I think that that should work out really well. And yes, Mike Flanagan is fantastic. I've only, I think I've only seen one other thing that he's done, which Tiffany was um, Doctor Sleep. Uh, he directed and wrote Doctor Sleep. Oh, um, Doctor Sleep is and he also real did, good. He's done a lot of King stuff. He did Gerald's Game, um, mm-hmm. something else. I forget, but Doctor Sleep was so good. I loved it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, have you? You haven't seen Oculus? No. I've seen okay. parts of it. Oculus is really, really good. I love Oculus. And Ouija Origin of Evil is the other one of his that I really, really like. Um, if you haven't seen that, that's also a very good movie. It also has, I think the mom in that that's his is, wife. is, yeah, um, she played the girl, the touchy girl in <laughs> Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. Um, the- you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yes, the one who's always wearing gloves because she's a psychic. Yeah. The uh, I, I think the the woman who plays the the mom in Hill House in season one, I think that's his wife because she's uh, also in. Um... No, Katie Siegel. Kate Siegel is his wife. Oh, okay, my mistake. Which is the girl that I was just talking about, uh, Touchy Girl. Okay. My because um, he's also mm. worked with the mom in. She was in Gerald's Game, and I think something else. Right, uh, the mom was Carla Gugino. That's her name. She's I know that actress. Gorgeous. She is gorgeous. gorgeous. That is accurate. Absolute. It makes me want to go and watch some of these things. Like I would never watch like Ouija Origins of Evil, but like I'm more interested in something like that because I really like Hill House, and I, I I would like be interested to see how that style of directing kind of. I'm not usually a person to be like, I like directors, but like I'm intrigued enough by Hill House to kind of like go back and see other things. Um, I don't know if there's any like similarities or like common threads of style, but I'd be curious. It's all one take. It's crazy. It's fun because Ouija Origin of Evil has like four people from the cast of Haunting of Hill House. So it's fun to go back. I remember after I'd watched the first season or the season of that show i went back and i watched everything mike flanagan because i was just like this guy's amazing and i I started watching an origin and i'm like oh or weezy and i was just like oh these are all the same people it's like a weird prequel in a way basically with some possession but the other thing that got announced 
literally today, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. Mandalorian season two starts October 30th. And Yay. boy, am I excited. Uh, for those of you living under a rock, The Mandalorian was a show that aired last uh, fall. It had a baby Yoda <laughs> um, and a Mandalorian. And it was great. It was a Disney Plus show. It was the first thing in a long time that felt like true Star Wars to me. Um, like, and by true Star Wars, I mean original trilogy, like the heyday of Star Wars, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And it really hit that feeling that I feel like the sequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy never really got perfectly right. And I ate this season up. I loved it. And knowing that the second season is coming soon makes me giddy. I, I am very excited for the talent that they have brought on for the second season. Um, I was telling mm -hmm. Tiffany some of the people that they've tapped to do some of the directing. Um, Carl Weathers is going to direct an episode, which is awesome. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is back as a director. Obviously, John Favreau is coming back. Um, well, who was the other one that I was really excited about, Tiffany? There was someone um, specific that I was like super pumped about, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. You're asking me, who knows nobody's I know, I know. names? I know, but yeah, um, she, she knows a lot of stuff about on, people's names. But uh, I was just about to look it up too. So uh, I can find it before you can. Potential Robert Rodriguez. There we go. That's yeah, because we were talking about Shark Boy and, and Lava Girl and Peyton Reed. Peyton, Did you mention Peyton Reed? No, I didn't. Peyton Reed's a wild card. I'm sure he's good with directing TV, but he directed the two Ant-Man movies. So that's right. Should... But he also, whoa, whoa, you're forgetting the greatest thing he ever directed. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> I know. Just learned that today. Um, But so like some of the, like the story threads they set up in the first season, I'm really excited to see where they go. Specifically the thing that happens literally at the end of the first episode or of the last episode. Um, yep. And I don't know how, spoiler alert for the next like 15 seconds just hit fast forward um because rosario dawson has been cast as ahsoka tano uh for the live action so that is insane like i'm very excited that they are actually going to bring like translate an animated character into live action i not for the first i think for the first time in star wars history at least this is going to be so cool i'm, yeah. I'm so super excited, excited. that is when they released that casting a while ago at this point I was just like, that is perfect casting. Like, I was just like, that that couldn't be more perfect. I'm so excited. And I had forgotten about it up until you just mentioned it. I was bummed because I for totally forgot to mention Mandalorian and when we were talking about favorite TV shows and I had my really, really long list of like my, my, not my number five was my list of like 30 TV shows and I right. left out Mandalorian because like, I like Star Wars I enjoy Star Wars, maybe not as much as most other people do, like Dwight and you, Alex, but like I. Not as much enjoy... as the super nerds, but probably more than. Yeah. I mean, I bought Jedi robes when we went to Disney. I love Star Wars, and I agree with Alex. Like, this feels, this was such, so Star Wars y, and it's like what I felt like I was missing from all of the. The, um, the sequel trilogy like it just it felt so good and it's so beautiful and the music is amazing and it's just ugh, so fucking good so good maddie are you a <laughs> mandalorian star wars fan um i haven't seen it yet but i do love star wars and well, uh, it's very kick nostalgic her, kick her for out. me oh. no kick her kick her out get rid of <laughs> sorry, her we're, sorry. We're, we're done here no kyle watched it without me we usually watch tv shows together 
What a monster. That's grounds for like divorce. They're not married. I know. I know. But it's grounds for divorce. (laughs) No, I just haven't had the time. And I mean, now I do, but I do want to I do want to watch it eventually. Highly recommended. It's, it's one of those ones where I was like, is this show really going to be as good as everyone yeah. is saying? Yeah. And it's like, I've not heard yeah, a bad it's... thing about it. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's so good. I, it... I got to experience it because I was working at the high school when it started airing. So I got to experience it through the lens of high schoolers. And oh. those those kids fucking ate it up and just were constantly talking about it. And it was fun because apparently like none of the other teachers really cared about star wars because they're every time i was like oh yeah i watched that last night and they were like you already watched the mandalorian i'm like yeah i watch it like (laughs) right right when it airs what like it releases and i immediately watch it what do you think i'm doing with my life and they're like what teaching us I remember this is like this is before um, episode seven came out. I was in a play with uh, and there was a bunch of younger kids in it. And uh, the, literally like the new, I think the trailer had just dropped for it or whatever. And I went in and I was just like really, really jazzed. And I heard these kids talking about they were like, Star Wars is stupid. It's all over. No one wants to watch Star Wars anymore. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? They're like, yeah, no one likes Star Wars anymore. It's so dumb. So it makes me really happy to hear that at least high schoolers. We're really yeah. enjoying this. So who's who's not liking Star Wars? How old were these kids? Uh, I want to say like between like thirteen and younger, maybe. I, I you get your little kid card revoked. I was watching Star Wars at ten, at nine years old. And that shit is amazing. You don't like Star Wars? Get out. You're an adult now. I don't want you around me. Like that's that's like unacceptable. I don't disagree with you. I think a lot that of it is... had to do with like, you know, like for kids like. Their their attention cycles I feel are so short now. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Fortnite is stupid now all of a sudden and PUBG is in and the next week PUBG is stupid and is Apex so is cool. Fast. Yeah. You you know what is currently in? Minecraft. Fall guys. Oh Fall yeah. Guys is weird. I've been playing Fall, Fall guys, guys is in. I'm level eleven in Fall Guys. Uh that's another one of those games that I I have no interest in playing, but I'll I will watch people play it. I don't like what I don't even like watching Dwight play it because like I can watch how the characters move and I know that those controls feel so clunky like I just want this thing to just keep running and it's just like they have this weird sense of oh. momentum where it's like they're really oh. top heavy and so it's yeah. like you know you like lean back as they run it's fine so I, I run like, I like watching both of you do like the motions <laughs> it's like that wacky waving inflatable tube arm man arm arm tube Whoa. man Nailed it. Got nice. it in one. Visual gags. I love it. We're visual a podcast of visual gags. There's we don't have seventy thousand of them to edit this week though, because to the point where I still haven't even done it because I've I've marked them all, but there's so many from last week. <laughs> so, many. so spoiler alert, they will come out eventually, but all the clips from this episode are probably coming out first. Cause... The the thing that was sad about last week's episode with all the visual gags is one of them is like, um, so we've been recording on Zoom and you can change your name on Zoom and Dwight's account and my account also, when you record, it doesn't show the names. So you lose all of those visual gags when we were like, I got a big dick. And like, whatever it was, penis, penis, penis. I forget what it was. I don't know. But you lose all those visual gags. The pinnacle of comedy. 
Yeah. Just the word penis over and over again. Uh, uh, according to, to according to Tiffany, according to Tiffany, the pinnacle of comedy is semen. So, uh, if, you ever, regret- if you if you ever want to make Tiffany laugh, just walk up to her and go semen. I regret nothing. <laughs> poo poo pee pee. The lyrics are poo poo pee pee, and the song is called poo poo. The pee-pee. song is called poo poo pee pee, and the lyrics are poo poo pee pee. Whoa. Bob, Bob's Burgers. That's a Bob's Burgers joke. It is. <sighs> okay. So is there anything else that anybody felt feels a burning need to talk about? Tiffany and I, we didn't, um, we didn't get to our records. We didn't get, we can save that for yeah, another I mean, one. Yeah. It's already been anything. almost two hours again. Yeah, I've been recording for two hours and seven minutes. I want to talk about my butthole. Didn't we already talk about that? We talk about no, that all the no. time. We talked about Kyle's butthole. Oh, that's it. We asked oh, what his yeah. butt smelt like, and Maddie. We never got an answer. Dodge, nope. dodge the question artfully. The art of Maddie artfully no, dodged the I, artful question. You would know, Alex. You would know. Oh yeah, she, she yeah she. Corey might know. Answer. You know, next time you bring or when you bring Corey on, uh, you can ask him. Um, I will do that. <laughs> if if slash when. Yeah. Let's hey, we'll stick with if. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh, so rude. <sighs> I, I'm I'm rude. Uh, like you know me. I'm rude. He's the Raphael of our podcast. I'm worse <sighs> than Raphael because I'm not even cool. Can I be the Michelangelo? Sure. I guess I'll Why be Why would you want to be Michelangelo? Because he's my favorite turtle. Fuck you. Donatello is the best turtle. Can I be Donatello? It's true. No, I'm already I'm already yeah. Raphael. Maddie, so where do you not... fall on this? Mm-hmm. Are you a Turtles fan? Not really. But she's Leonardo. Yeah. Default. She's the leader. She, yeah, she's the leader. Uh, okay. Alex, we didn't get to talk about high score. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. We should definitely talk about high score. We should definitely talk about high score. Absolutely. Man, I'm so good. I should write this shit down at the beginning of the episode so I remember things. So, uh, last week, two weeks ago, uh, like late in August, Netflix dropped a show that is a six part documentary called high score which is about video games so i i clicked on it because i was like high score that's probably about video games but in my head i went it's probably going to be kind of like king of kong where each episode is going to document the development of a high score on a specific game like they'll do a pac-man episode they'll do a space invaders episode like i that's what i thought going in because I didn't watch a trailer or anything. I was just flipping through Netflix going, high score, that sounds like something I'd like. And I clicked on it, and the first episode, they start talking about Space Invaders. And I'm like, oh, this is a Space Invaders episode. And then they start talking about the uh, like arcades just in general. And I'm like, okay, this is going a weird place. And then it's really just a documentary about the development of video games over time which I figured out maybe halfway through the first episode, (laughs) but it wasn't what I was expecting for a while. And I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? That being said, it's a fun, it's a fun documentary. If you like video games, if you're interested in history behind video games, it's a fun little short, like I said, six parts and each part's like 45 minutes. So do the math on that. Um, Math um it's short it's fun i watched it in like two or three days my biggest issue with it was i felt like it was a little too superficial it didn't go 
below the surface enough for me. I wanted a little more in-depth dive because I, I was really interested in the things they were talking about. And then they would just gloss past them. But it did definitely feel like something that was more about introductory like knowledge. It's about teaching the broad um, masses about this topic, whereas I am kind of in that nerd sect that loves video games. So a lot of the stuff that they talked about, I already knew about, but it was fun to see the exact timeline of everything because I'm not as good as at picturing things in the time that they came out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else talk. Some of my favorite parts, I've only seen the first three episodes of this of this uh, show, and some of what I really love about it is, like Alex was just saying, like the footage from that time period. There, So the second episode, um, they do a deep dive into uh, Nintendo Powers, uh, the people who work at Nintendo working as a game counselor, and as at the Nintendo World Championships. And they have so much footage of people playing games at the Nintendo World Championship, which if you know anything about... Um, the history of Nintendo and uh, what it meant for the culture at that, or for video game culture at that point. The the world, the Nintendo World Championships was this massive deal, and I was too young to experience it, unfortunately. Um, but it's so it's really cool for me to be able to see like boots on the ground, people on the floor playing that, and then like the, the people playing on the main stage, and they interview um, the the gentleman who ended up winning the. Um, 11 and under division and like he goes into like his strategy for the games and like mm-hmm. that has no place really in a history of video games documentary but i loved every minute of it and that was really interesting and on what you're also saying alex you're right this definitely felt um like a greatest hits type of thing because i don't know if i hear the story about um the the donkey kong lawsuit with kirby one more time in any medium uh, i'm gonna lose it um that is a like that's like a cornerstone uh, like piece of history for video games. And like, we get it. Um, yep. But then again, you know, it's always someone's first time to hear something. And the, the visual presentation that they do, I agree. It's very like pop and bubble gum. It's, it's a lot of flash. Um, but I kind of like some of that aesthetic. Like they use a lot of pixel art um, to replicate uh, interviews or to replicate um, behind the scenes stuff. Like in the first episode, uh, they go a lot into once again, another piece of history that i'm very familiar with but the the um creation of the et atari game uh which is famously like the the game that supposedly caused the crash of the video game of uh of games and i think like 84 um it was like the beginning of the end or something like that um Mm -hmm. and but they have like pixel representation of this guy of the the gentleman who created it um working on the game and like interviewing spielberg and talking to him and that's really like a cute way to add a visual flair to an interview as opposed to just hearing someone talk about it right? Uh, or just seeing like someone sitting there talking about it. However, um, some other cool things like I love, this is like a silly thing to say maybe, or, but I love the level of diversity that they're going into for this. It's um, sex of the gaming culture that I do not think is represented very often. Um, specifically in the very first episode, the the woman they have on talking about Space Invaders. I've never heard of that person, and I was fascinated by them. They were really, really cool. I loved it. Yep. And um, speaking of Space Invaders, like learning some like little tidbits of Space Invaders, like the fact that they're all modeled after sea creatures, I had no idea. Yep. That was a cool thing I learned. Um, it was just a really fun, uh, really light, really easy watch for me, and I, I really enjoyed yep. it. It was about you know a, a subject I care about, 
and it was uh, it was wonderful. Maddie, I believe you've watched it, correct? Yeah, I got through some on the sixth episode. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it too. I think there's a lot of like little like the animated pixel art. I think that's really neat. Little adds a little flair to it, like you said, and uh, just like the the interviews, I really enjoy people talking about how they're you know into games and. Um, yeah, I think I, I've taken a lot of like, I feel like I don't know that much about the history of video games. So it was really neat to learn about some of that. I, I do like how it wasn't, Alex, you did say like they kind of go linearly, but they they, see, they they jumped around a little bit like um, with the Nintendo uh, World Champion that went all the way up, I think like 92. And then they kind of backtracked yeah. in the next episode. Has there been like a, a era or a, a, an episode that you've really enjoyed, Maddie? Has there been like a specific? Um, yeah. I can't remember which one it, they were talking about. Um, it was a woman talking about how she loves adventure games and open world stuff. I think that was three. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's the role playing episode. Yeah. That one, great I did, episode. Yeah. Cause I love, they're talking about the uh, art of fan, uh, final fantasy. And that's been a really big inspiration of mine um, throughout my art career. So yeah. As, as soon as that guy started painting, I was like, that's the Final Fantasy dude. Because I uh-huh. love that artwork, specifically six. Like the, the artwork for Final Fantasy six, like it's so, he clearly uses watercolors. It's so like ethereal and beautiful. And oh, I, I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, my favorite episode was episode four, which I, I don't want to spoil anything for you, Dwight. I don't know that it's spoilers. It's called This Is War. And it's all about Sega. And anybody that knows me knows that I'm a big Sega fanboy because my first gaming system was the Sega Genesis. So I've always kind of been in that realm. And I found it fascinating to watch that episode because it more encapsulated my youth than the, the other episodes <laughs> that I've seen. Alex, you would probably like a book called Console Wars, which is literally yeah. about the Sega Nintendo fight. Um, and it, it follows the point of view. I'm sure he's a character in the documentary. It follows the guy who is the president of Nintendo, of Sega of America at the time. And like mm-hmm. how he tries to like bring Sega to the forefront, but Sega of Japan, like basically like handicaps him in every possible turn. Yep. Yep. That that's all in the documentary. Yeah. Um, it, one thing that I really enjoyed about this documentary that kind of came outside of the documentary is, I started thinking about certain things that especially the this is war episode made me think about things because they talk about how the Sega Genesis was geared towards teens because they felt like they would hit a market that Nintendo wasn't gearing their games towards. And I had a Nintendo when I was or I had a Sega when I was like five and my brother was nine. Like neither of us were really teens. And I sat down with my parents. Like, I had all these questions. I was like, why'd you guys get us a Sega? And they were like, my dad was like, I don't know. You you guys asked for it? And my mom was like, well. And then she started talking about how she made informed decisions back in the day before the internet. Where you had to go buy consumer guides and look into things in person. She would talk about how she would go to the store and find the thing that we asked for to see if it was good for us and like look at it. And uh, I just found that to be a fascinating 
conversation point. Like I, I saw that in a documentary and I was like, I want to talk to my parents about this. So it was fun. My mom's final just, uh, answer was she said that she liked the games on Sega better than the games on Nintendo or was more interested in them. So she got it so she could play it. So, because <laughs> I remember her loving Cool Spot growing up, which is such a weird game to love. But <laughs> I used to play that one a lot too. <laughs> I used to watch my brother a lot. Like he, he would play um, a lot of Zelda games. So, um, uh, yeah, awesome. but I, I can definitely recommend this to really anyone. If you, if you like documentaries in general, you don't even have to be a video game fan. Um, it's definitely geared towards, it's a little more layman's. It sets everything up pretty well that I don't think you need to really know much to go in and enjoy it. Like, yeah, the, yeah. the people who made this one, this documentary also have a couple other series on series, series I. Series. Series. There are series several is, other, is plural. There are several other series on Netflix that they have also created, um, specifically uh, The Toys That Made Us and The Movies That Made Us. I think there's two seasons of The Toys That Made Us. There's only four episodes per season. Uh, and I haven't watched all of them because I'm not interested in, like, Barbie or My Little Pony. But I did yep. watch, like, the He-Man and the Star Wars one. And I think there's one on Lego as well. And same thing with the movies. I think they did um, Ghostbusters. And there was a couple others. And I, I only remember they, the, the Ghostbusters. The one I... The one I remember watching was Dirty Dancing, Ooh, I and that. I think Home Home Alone. Yes, I, think I watched those the Home were the Alone. Two that I watched Home Alone. I learned that they shot it in like a school. That was really cool to me. Um, so like it's if you've seen those documentaries, it is that style as well, and it's it's a really good good watch. I I enjoyed it. I think that's everything. I think that's everything. Um, Tiffany, do you want to play us out with your automaton? No, no, I, I have one final question for Tiffany. What does Dwight's butt smell like? Um, I can't tell you much about smell, but I can tell you it's pink and a little bit brown. Ah, is it a dump truck? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> play us out, Tiffany. Can you play the thong song by Cisco on that? <laughs> what a very specific request. I'm wearing a thong. I'm Cisco and I'm wearing a thong. That thong. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Oh, that's what that song's from. That's right. I forgot about that. All right. Well, Beautiful. This well, has this has been no refans. <laughs> this has been another episode of no refans. Um, thank you very much, Maddie, so much for joining us. It was uh, excellent to have you. I hope you enjoyed yourself. And yeah, uh, everybody do you wanna... go follow her. I was going to say, do you want to talk about uh, where they can find you again? I know we talked about it up front, but it can't hurt to plug yourself. Plug, plug, plug. So you can find me on Instagram, um, mostly Instagram. I have a website and a uh, Tumblr and yeah. Art the of, of Maddie. It's all Art of Maddie. Maddie. No underscores. Because when I searched it earlier, I found an Art of Maddie with underscores. And I said, that's not Maddie. It's the first it one that's All one up. word. Yep. All one word. And she streams on Twitch, Twitch. from time to time. Yes, yeah. She does um she's been doing a commission for Brian recently that I found in fascinating, the tiefling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that's been fun. You were saying that that's the worst thing that has ever been commissioned no, though. Okay, like why Brian, is it so bad? Is it like Brian's is it like question naked? Brian's question was what is the worst art commission you've ever had and why is it Brian's tiefling? I don't know why that was his question. <laughs> Maybe he thinks she's been having like nightmares dreaming about like how to draw it i don't know (laughs) 
No, yeah. most of my commissions I enjoy because it's like mostly D and D character designs, and yeah. I just love doing that. So, <laughs> well, you're definitely going to have another one coming your way uh, in the form of Tiffany. So, in form of Tamrook. <laughs> Tamrook the halfling with pink the hair. Halfling. Very important. Yeah, she's yeah, got to have hair. pink hair. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute blast, and we really enjoyed having you. And we look forward to Thanks. having you again. And yeah, you can, thank we, you. You can go over Tiffany's drawing at that point, or the drawing you did Ooh. for Tiffany at that point. That's when you can reveal yeah. it, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should have her on sometime to try and teach us how to draw. Oh, my fucking God. That's amazing. Fail. That's amazing. That would, be, that would be so much fun. I've um, I was doing. <laughs> Let's do that. I, I so through my work, I have a uh, a drawing pad because they gave me one for some reason, um, mm-hmm. and I've brought I brought it home and I was messing around with doing like some storyboarding stuff with it and uh, uh pressure sensitivity is really cool on drawing pads. I, I was mm-hmm. I was really having a lot of fun playing around with that, uh, but I'm very and I bad. Have- I have my iPad with my Apple Pencil that this college gave me for teaching. I don't know why I need an Apple Pencil. So that's that'll be super fun. So this is well, definitely going to happen. I have paper yes. and a pencil. So <laughs> that'll work. That'll yeah. work. Uh, that's the best I've got. So I can ship you my old tablet and you can oh, have an actual. Can, can you ship me and Dwight? What? Hey. That, that's, a, that's a reference to the, uh, the internet thing. thing. shipping people is you know relationship we we stan Mm -hmm. alex i've learned about stans recently i don't like it i i I learned about that on ladies night listen to it yeah it was really good maddie you're gonna have to come on the next ladies night too by the way (gasps) spoiler alert yeah yeah because we're gonna they're gonna do them more and i'm very excited for that but anyways this has been another episode of no refunds thank you all for listening um you can uh check us out on facebook at no refunds podcast you can email us your questions comments and or concerns no refunds podcast at gmail.com uh we have an instagram it's no refunds podcast there's a theme here and once again please check out uh art of maddie on instagram and all the other great places that she mentioned uh very very cool stuff and it's very exciting that she was able to come on so oh and thank you to the hyper potions for the song you're hearing right now and that is it so thank you very much bye Everyone has to say bye. Uh, bye. 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 You won't even be able to see them. She won't be standing I mean, up. She never wears pants right? when we record. I don't know if that stays in. We've talked about it a lot when we record episodes. I don't know if it's made it in yet, and it might this week. This week might be the week where it comes out to the world that Tiffany does not wear pants. <laughs>